Quantum Kickflip is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. This weekend, the original interdimensional music festival returns. And this time, we're turning up the heat. Panic Energy Drink presents Multipalooza, the hottest party in the multiverse. everybody welcome back to quantum kickflip a slug blaster actual play podcast my name is robin i am your slug master game blaster podcaster and with me are five of my best and funniest friends uh, and they're going to introduce themselves right now uh by order of ho- how many uh house plants you have in your house most to least oh i think i'm, I'm just gonna jump on this because i'm living in a house with two people over 60 and oh yeah you, it's you for sure then <laughs> absolutely uh, they're my parents to clarify <laughs> Anyway, hi, my name is Glenna Showalter. Uh, I'm playing Elliot Buchanan, who is the chill. Uh, she's an aspiring singer-songwriter, and she likes hanging out and rocking out. Hi, I'm Michael. Uh, I'm Michael Vetch. Uh, I'm playing the, the Smarts playbook, Nick Lowe. He's a, he's a anime-loving, sword-wielding, uh, butt-kicking kind of a kid. Do the others have more than one plant? Dave and I are bachelors, so take a take a wild guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Lena Anderson, and I am playing Angus Franklin. He is the Guts playbook, uh, using the signature device of the Skip Mode Runners, helping him fast forward through time. Whoa. Time and space, whoa. Uh, I am Liam. I have a dead succulent in my window, and I am playing Lake Marsden. She is the Heart playbook. She has a... Uh... Reality Cannon uh, as her signature weapon, and just, uh, uh, really, you know, very excited to hear about this uh, party situation. And I'm David Ray. I'm playing uh, Chester Capone, who has the uh, Grits playbook. Uh, he also has, like, you know, mighty power armor, and uh, you know what? He's really getting into the slug blasting, and he's going to give it his all. Uh, and as I said already, uh, my name is Robin, and I uh, am... A potato, so that counts. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't think of a good one for this one. Uh, anyway, welcome back to Quantum Kickflip. Let's let's get into it. Let's play some Slug Blaster. Every inch of every surface inside Infinite Pizza is completely covered in graffiti, ranging from crude Sharpie drawings to carved initials to a full-on spray-painted mural. The music is loud and never particularly appropriate, uh, and the staff has to shout even louder to communicate between the small, narrow front counter and the tiny, fully exposed kitchen area. Three booths comprise the entirety of the restaurant's seating, and none of them are ever available when you walk in, which makes it nothing short of incredible that one of them is currently occupied by Elliot Buchanan, and her friends. Elliot, I'm picturing that you kind of called this little impromptu meeting of of weird gravity. What did you what what have you let on so far? What did your text message to the crew say? Uh I think it just said meet at infinite pizza ten minutes. A short notice. Or whatever. <laughs> Angus would be there on time. <laughs> uh what day of the week is it? Uh let's say that it is a Thursday. I I mean I might be working. 
How far into the school year are we? So you guys are like mid-September. I would say about three quarters of the way through September right now. Oh, dang. Yeah, let's say final week of September. I think I like that. Anyway, you're all, you've all arrived at Infinite Pizza one way or another. Uh, some of you are, are late, some of you are early. Uh, Chester, I don't think you're, you, for whatever reason, you just don't happen to be working on this particular day. Or maybe you, like, don't start work yet. It's, like, in that narrow window between school and your, and your job. Okay. But you can't be seen at this rival pizza joint, no matter the what. <laughs> oh, this is the rival one? Okay. I mean, it's not your, yeah, it's not your place that you work. Because you don't oh, work okay. at the cool one, right? Oh, right, yeah. You work at, like, a family restaurant, so... Yeah, maybe Chester is concerned about about being seen at the competition. <laughs> I have my, my bandana over my eyes, like, just a little bit, so it's, like, hard to tell, and my hoodie's up, and... Uh, so, Elliot, why have you why have you called everyone here today? Uh, I think everyone first needs to note that Elliot has a big grin on her face, which is very weird for her to express emotion like that. Why are you smiling? Did they bring back the shrimp pizza here? <laughs> no. Nah. Even better. All right. You know those really annoying disc jockeys on KRFT? Yeah, I love them. <laughs> I've had to listen to them for the past week every single night, but it finally paid off because I scored us tickets to Multipalooza. Whoa. Yeah. I'm going to give you guys a brief rundown of this, of what you might already know about Multipalooza. So this festival started out as sort of an underground DIY festival uh, sponsored by Panic Energy Drink. Uh, that is sort of the the center of slug blaster culture. It happens in a different dimension every time it happens, hence the name Multipalooza. It, it moves around between dimensions. And in the early days, it was it was so underground that it wasn't it was barely advertised. Like there wasn't you know promos and whatnot. You just kind of had to like find out about it and and find your way to wherever it happened to be. However, several years ago, Panic's parent company, Wilkie's, was bought out by uh, the massive corporation Miper, which we've talked about. They, you know, the company that makes all your phones and makes the nega friction coils and just like generally rocketed this timeline into the future. Uh, they bought up the the company that owns Panic. And since then, the festival has gotten way, way bigger way better bands and cooler attractions and just like objectively a better festival all around but also way more mainstream it is no longer like underground and and word of mouth it is annoying radio ads and uh and heavily marketed all over the place uh so it's a bit of a mixed bag it's like it you know with all that extra money comes extra clout and extra ability to do fun even cooler stuff but but also loses a little bit of that cred. So anyway, that's the rundown of what you know. Back in the action. <laughs> wow, the multiple loser? That's a really exclusive musical event. Mm. I know. And it's headlighted by Ramona Nova, who is only one of the coolest singers of our generation. <sighs> the Ramona Nova? The Ramona Nova. <laughs> chew, chew your food. Sorry. Wow, yeah, I've been I've been following this in, in all the, the live streams, but I... I uh, what's this seems new this year what's the panic energy panic room it looks like it is just their name for like the on-site like not the beer gardens no, because it's like not necessarily like a, a a bar thing but like the the refreshment area is like something that is all done by panic energy drink and is sort of a a experience that they've set up but you can't find much more information than that um she she because she can't find any more information uh lake's imagination goes wild um <laughs> just like imagining like fountains of panic energy drink well like you know like hunky guys with fire hoses of different flavors of panic or like <laughs> dosing the audience and you know like a nest commercial from the 90s she falls backwards into a pool of panic energy drink 
and, oh. and is fully daydreaming about this. What I, she doesn't know what a panic room is, but she can't wait to go. You do see on as you're uh, looking up on the website that there are a couple of exclusive panic flavors that will only be available at the festival. Uh, Ultraviolet Wave and Dark Matter Reaction are the two exclusive flavors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm in. Excellent, because I do have tickets for everybody, and it's tomorrow night. It's gonna be awesome. Okay, so you're so this is completely free. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this sounds like a really great opportunity. And just like Graham Capone always used to say, if the tax man drops a dollar, go ahead and get your money back, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So you said that this year is in... You said that this year it's in Popularia? Do -hmm. the tickets also come with any sort of portaling information on how to get there? I don't know that we've mapped out any sort of route before. They do. You guys know that uh, while it used to be the kind of thing that you had to track down through uh, the various multiverse dimensions and just sort of find your way to to prove your cred as a real slug blaster, uh, one of the advantages of of Miper buying out the festival is that uh, there are now massive portal gates, uh, direct gates that take you from various uh, central hubs in various dimensions straight to Popularia. Yeah, so the, rather than having to find your way there, you, you uh, with your ticket, it's basically like instead of lining up outside the venue, you line up outside the portal gate and the bouncer, you know, takes your ticket, pats you down and sends you on your way. Uh, you step through the gate and you're right there on the festival grounds. I believe that also circumvents the need for like any sort of advanced headswear or logic binders. Miper has, has sort of secured this site as, as a uh, uh, neutral territory where people from different uh, planes of existence can all kind of cohabitate. Um, but yeah, so you guys know that while Hillview is, is way too small and nothing of a town, uh, for there to be a portal gate here, uh, the nearby bigger city of Grand Moraine, uh, is setting up, uh, a portal gate, uh, and that's, that's where your nearest one would be for you to go. So basically, we need someone's parents' car, and then we can go, and we can experience the height of hoverboarding and music and, and... Okay, listen, I must admit I have an ulterior motive for calling you all here today. I have heard through my channels that Ramona Nova is looking at starting her own music label. And she would be looking for interested aspiring young artists to sign. And I happen to have a demo tape. Yeah, yeah. Well... Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't really feel like I'm a, that good of a musician. I haven't really prepared anything. <laughs> I don't really sing that good. Guitars seem confusing. Drums use too many hands and feet. It's okay, Chester. I think you're already in the samples on Elliot's demo. Oh, yeah, that's true. I have you uh, screaming in Thennis Bar. Oh, cool. Well, then I'm in. So where do I sign? I assume in Popularia. We gotta track her down after her set, because her set's gonna be amazing. And then we need to find uh, find out if she'd be interested in my tape. Okay, well, yeah, we could help you with that. Awesome. So does anyone know who might give us a ride over to Grand Moraine? And what time would we have to go if we have to get all the way to Grand Moraine before we're even in the portal? I can ask Camry. He He went to one of the first ones back when it was underground in the Waking Pits. He'd totally drive us. I, I think it'd be a heck of a tight squeeze in the back of his car, but we, we could do it. At least some of us. I don't know. I, I can ask him. Sounds like that might be your best option. 
uh nick raises a good point you guys might have to uh to blow off some classes in order to make it out there with any amount of time not um, a problem that's something that weird gravity is prepared uh, elliot's prepared <laughs> <laughs> does that complicate things for anyone else yeah i told my mom i wouldn't jump through portals anymore but i, I guess if camry's taking us he can he can run interference well, i could probably get a note from uh graham capone she likes sticking it to the man <laughs> your Graham Capone sounds like an awesome lady I know and she's also got a really sweet car where uh, it's it's like one of those cars that just like there's one giant seat in the back with uh, no seat belts weirdly but that's what you have when your car's from the 60s oh right sorry I, I, okay so I heard Multipalooza what time where are we meeting um, are, are you okay yeah I'm fine just need to walk down the when and where and I'll meet you there I'm sure we could pick up whoever from their house, you know, and make it a big carpool. Oh, yeah, this is a road trip for sure. Oh, that's why you brought up Camry. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds like you guys have locked down your transportation uh, and you have your various excuses in mind. So, yeah, I think does anyone uh, have any other scenes they want to see before we, we skip forward in time to the road trip? Oh, we're just skipping forward in time now. Wink. <laughs> are we running under the assumption that it's like we pretty safely get out of school and everything or i think it's probably the kind of thing where like you you take off at lunch and then up to you whether you're like establishing an alibi faking a note like chester suggested or are you just blowing off your last two classes and hoping that it's you know not enough of an infraction to call your parents about <laughs> I think uh, Nick sets up a thing where he tell like uh, let's say afternoon there's like two classes. He tell he tells mm-hmm. the third block class that he was asked to help out the fourth block teacher with something. <laughs> and he tells the fourth block class that he needed to help the third block teacher with something. So they're both assuming that he's off helping with the other class. That's very good. <laughs> the classic doing a homework at the friend's house, yeah. but with <laughs> teachers in a class. <laughs> Um, I, th- I I guess it's gonna sort of depend on what Camry says, but I'm I'm sort of the lie I'm gonna ask Camry to to pitch to mom is gonna be that he drove us to the the big nice skate park in the big city. Nice. That's where we're not we're not going to another dimension. We're just going to a big cool skate park in in the big city because the one here in Hillview is just like a ramp and a a, a pyramid. Yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> uh, Graham Capone has written me a, a sick note saying that uh, I have to go to a phrenology appointment. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so I got I have to be excused and uh, see if all the dents in my uh, skull are uh, in the right spot. So, <laughs> oh, that got me so. A phrenology appointment is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think Angus is keeping it simple. Uh, when he leaves for school in the morning, he tells his mom that he'll be out late. He's going to a movie with friends, and then he'll just blow off the last two classes. Yeah, Elliot does a very similar thing. I think her her dad's not even home tonight, so she uh, just blows off class. Cool. Then with that, I want to jump ahead to this road trip. Liam, I'm going to go ahead and assume that Camry is is chill about driving you guys. Uh, he's got nothing going on and uh, 
is is happy to like you know see see the new generation sort of following his footsteps as long as you kids bring some snacks and you're willing to share i'm down I think the trade-off here, like the the fee for uh, getting Camry to drive you, is you have to l- listen to him talk the entire way there about how Multipalooza sucks now, and it was only cool back when <laughs> when he went when it was underground, and now it's sold out, and it doesn't even mean anything anymore. And can you guys believe that 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 all this big corporate money is involved in Slug Blaster culture and what that means for the for the integrity of the scene? And it just goes on and on for like a three hour drive to the city. Um, I'm but so if you're willing to, to put up with that, here, but like, really, I wish I could drive you back in time to the first Multipalooza. That would be a trip, guys. <laughs> uh, so I want to get you guys to this festival as soon as possible, but I also want to honor this road trip. So I would, I want to go around. I'll call on each of you, and I want one moment uh, from the road trip, like one standout moment from along the road, along the way to Grand Moraine. Let's start with Michael. <laughs> I think like something something comes up that uh, I don't know what would it would be in conversation, but something prompts Nick to try climbing out the window and walking around the car while it's moving on the ho- on the highway. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like trying to figure out whether or not he can do it, so he does like a full lap on the outside of the vehicle and comes back in through the window. That's funny. Uh, Lena. For most of the road trip, Angus is pretty quiet. Uh, occasionally he'll say, huh, yeah, to whatever Camry is saying, but his speech is noticeably slower and a little slurred. And I think the highlight for Angus is when they stop at a convenience store. Maybe there's like a, a two for five bucks, I don't know, deal on uh, energy drinks. It's so like the he, big can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he gets a panic and he'll go, hey, Lake, you want to panic? Yes, please. Thank you. Cheers. Uh, and he will also get a uh, little, like, one of those bags of, like, mini cookies. <laughs> Increasing your cookie score, I see. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yes, for those... My canonical cookie score. <laughs> for listeners who aren't aware, uh, Angus has a cookie meter on his sheet. Uh, only character who has that. I can't remember when it was established. It's but extremely it's, important. Um, it's very important <laughs> to Angus's development. Cookie metrics are no joke. There you go. Uh, Glenna, what's what's Elliot's moment? Uh, I think Elliot's maybe sitting in the front and like hanging on to every single word that Camry speaks, and is trying to talk shop with him about uh, slug blasting and about music and about what Multipalooza used to be like, and is just having a a grand old time. Oh yeah, let's see a little bit of that conversation. So you said Lazy Bunny's on the docket for this one. Yeah, I know. It's mega uncool. Man, what about... Is, is Jet Collective going to be there? Uh, I haven't heard that they have. What? Ah, oh, man. Jet Collective made Multipalooza back in the day. I guess in a weird way, Multipalooza made them, too. <laughs> man, they... I'm not surprised when I think about it a little more. Like, the way that the festival's changed, Jet Collective wouldn't go anywhere near that kind of thing. Not with all the the sponsorships and everything. They, they were what slug blasting cool really was. Yeah, no, this this <laughs> this festival is totally bogus. I I can't believe we're going, but also I can't believe we're going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beautiful. And uh, and Dave, do you have a do you have a road trip moment? Yes. At one point, uh, maybe when there's a moment with Elliot. Because uh, I've been like reading the whole time. Weirdly enough, I had a book, and uh, I, I come up to Elliot. I'm like, 
okay, uh, Elliot, I, I know uh, you got this, you won these tickets and it's a big time for you and you don't want to mess this up. So this is what I figured out from my study. Uh, first of all, don't drink from the chocolate river. You're going to want to. Don't do it. Avoid <laughs> experimental gum. It's going to just turn you into a blueberry. Uh, squirrels, don't touch them. They're going to try to throw you away. And uh, don't shrink yourself to go into the TV as much as that would be really cool. I appreciate your input, Chester. I really do. Well, there you go. I, I Just keep that in mind. I think if you can uh, do that, then you're, you're, you're going to make it. Because, you know, I, I really... I really believe in you. Thanks, man. Uh, I'm, I'm getting in before all the angry tweets. Uh, in this alternate 90s timeline, some of the stuff that happens in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie is in the original book and vice versa. It's all mixed up. One of the side effects of the time stream branching off. Uh, so if you, if you heard something that Dave said then and you were like, that's not from the book, that's from the movie, you're the one who's wrong. Uh, and you should feel bad. It should be noted that old patron Panic did come on with the announcement thing and hobbled out on a red carpet and did a front roll into a big spring up. <laughs> he did, yeah. No, that is that is consistent. Uh, old patron Panic, beautiful. Liam, you got you got something for us? Yeah, I think when we uh, when we get into the city, kind of just around the area where uh, Camry parks uh, or, or lets us out, uh, we uh, I grab Elliot and I'm like, do we want to? We didn't really dress for a party. We kind of just, like, bailed from school. I'm still wearing my school clothes. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I uh, never wear anything I'm ashamed of, but... Well, yeah, you have school clothes? Well, I just meant, just not party... <laughs> we walk past a boutique and don't go in then, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> just all these fabulous outfits of, like, it would have each one of us would have looked super fly, like five mannequins... Each one just a slightly fancier version than the five of us, and we walk right past it because we're too excited to go, and it doesn't matter what we're wearing. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful and heartbreaking. Uh, all right, so yeah, you guys have a, uh, a, a fun bonding experience driving to Grand Moraine. Um, this is not like a huge city. You guys are from a very, very small prairie town, and this is like... Yeah, this isn't, you know, the capital. This isn't like a big a big hub, but it is just like the nearest large center uh, that has like a big enough radio station to sponsor one of these interdimensional gates to go to uh, to Multipalooza. And so, yeah, you guys you guys arrive there. Camry lets you out. Camry, do you have any parting words for our heroes? Listen, guys, always stick together unless it's cool to not. <laughs> Great, great advice. Thanks. And I'll uh, see you afterward, you know? It'll be great. Uh, pick me up like a t-shirt or something. Actually, you know what? Don't, because all that money goes straight to the man. It's true. It's absolutely true. Uh, and with that, I think uh, y'all y'all present your tickets at the at the gate. I'm I'm just picturing a Stargate. If I'm being real, can I be real with y'all? I'm picturing a Stargate. I like the idea of a Stargate, but it's got that like plastic chain link fence, like you know the like orange plastic fences that festivals have. Where it's, yeah. Like leading leading up to it, and there's like a, 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 a rock radio banner next to a Stargate. One of those yes. like flailing arm flailing tube bands. There is a uh, there is a uh, uh, banner hung on the fence uh, for KRFT the Rift uh, featuring Xenix and Scud. Uh, and there's a picture of like, just like a balding middle-aged man, like exactly the sort of guy that would be a radio DJ, and then a robot next to him. <laughs> Is it also a balding middle-aged robot? <laughs> no, the robot looks 
very cool. Full head of robo hair. <laughs> it's got like the boobs. Uh, yeah. The the metal <laughs> bottom part of the head, and then the top part is like glass, and you can see the like the inner workings, uh, and also huge robo boobs. Um, and uh, yes, uh, in addition to it being very Stargatey, as established like all the portals here, it, the uh, rather than being like shimmery blue silver, it is pitch black because n- they are one way portals, and light can't pass back through from the other side. Uh, so looking at it, you just see that like Vanta Black style absence of light. Uh, and there are bouncers in front taking tickets and patting people down. Uh, there is also a huge, uh, it looks like one of the nega friction coils that you guys are familiar with from your devices and from just technology in general, but like scaled up to a massive, like instead of being a small thing, the size of like a yo-yo, this is like, you know, the size of a, a garden shed sitting next to this thing, uh, that appears to be powering it. Uh, as we're sort of approaching the, um, the gate, Angus will tap Nick on the arm. This is Popularia, right? Yeah. How far is Popularia from Null, like, actually? Uh, well, distance gets kind of weird going between multiversal layers, but if you had to lay it out on a flat map, it's probably about the furthest we can get within our multiverse. Cool. Cool. Great, 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 great. Cool. Yeah. Good. Thanks. That's all I needed to know. Oh, no problem. Yeah, and Angus Angus looks a little bit shook, but tries to to play it off uh, as he he contemplates the sheer number of of reality fabric layers uh, that you would have to cross through and or be yanked back through were something to happen. How how do they feel in a pat down about a katana? <laughs> I think you managed to play it off somehow. I think you, you... I guess, do we just store everything in the Voidware backpack temporarily? I think that might be the thing. <laughs> they try and do, like, the shakeout on a table thing and a bunch of stuff falls out, but everything's innocuous at first. <laughs> uh, I love that, yeah. The idea that they do a bag check. <laughs> One of the bouncers grabs the Voidware back- backpack for a bag check and is just, like, pulling stuff out. And he, like, he pulls out the guitar and then he pulls out, like, old gym clothes and then he pulls out half a sandwich and then he pulls out a raccoon that skitters off and then he's just like okay whatever i'm sure it's fine i I don't have all day for this Um, Uh, i think i i think i am wearing my powered armor yeah i think that's that's you know that's protective equipment if anything it's like you know uh encouraged uh and with that we cross the rift we enter the gate uh and i and i whisk you all the way to popularia pale pink sun burns brightly in the tangerine sky above the Belvalerian Sea as its indigo waters crash lazily into the white sandy beaches of Coral Cove. All the colors of this plane feel as though they've had the saturation dialed up with deep rich hues and a dreamlike hazy quality enveloping the whole of reality. The air is hot, humid, and smells of salt water. It is also filled with the sounds of pulsing bass lines, droning machinery, and above all else, hordes and hordes of people. The town's main waterfront plaza is filled with tents, food trucks, and stacked shipping containers. A giant stage sits atop the sand along the high tide line with its back toward the ocean. Three Thenis Spartians dressed in denim jackets covered in patches play strange-looking instruments aggressively and scream into microphones, and the crowd in front of the stage has descended into a crashing, swirling mosh pit. 
Further up the beach, a set of twisting, interwoven water slides have been co-opted into a massive floating obstacle course that extends out over the sparkling waters. In the heart of the main thoroughfare, a giant hologram standing 50 feet tall depicts Tristan Voss, founder and CEO of Miper, holding a negafriction coil skyward, face full of reverence. It flickers and glitches every so often as the crowds of people pass by its feet. More and more figures stream in through the massive portal gates as the day goes on, including five unassuming teens from the Plain of Null who have no idea what they've gotten themselves into. Welcome to Popularia! You're here! You made it! You're at the festival! There are so many people here, everywhere. It is packed, it is crowded, and and you can't even really, like, stop to catch your breath because you're being shuffled along as more people coming in behind you. You kind of just have to, like, go with the flow of traffic. Yeah, I kind of listed off some areas of note as we as we uh, entered, um, but up in front of you, you see this giant hologram of the founder of Miper, um, and then you see kind of different alleyways of like, oh, you can go off this way, and it's a bunch of food trucks, and you can go over this way, and it's like merch tents and stuff, uh, and then off in the distance, you can see both the the stage and this uh, this obstacle course, uh, the Scram Cat Crash Course. Uh, yeah, what's uh, what's everyone? feeling and thinking and, and dreaming about as they as they enter this festival well i think uh uh chester is probably wanting to get some slam dancing in there i feel like seeing everybody uh, moshing around would be uh really great so i might head there first nice elliot's here for the music she's gonna head to the stage yeah so i uh, yeah i'll go uh, i'll go with her yeah, is the is the whole crew kind of heading towards the stage as your first stop or does anyone else have uh alternative motives going on i was kind of gonna say upon seeing the uh, obstacle course nick would like his eyes would light up a bit but if, if no one else wants to go i don't think he's gonna break off as, as a, a solo adventurer just yet i mean if angus sees you looking in that direction he'd do like his classic uh provoking head tilt <laughs> very good yeah, Lake has already figured out where the panic energy drink panic room is and is sort of trying to go that way, if not by herself, because she did remember what Camry said about, you know, don't split up unless it's super cool to, but is also pretty, pretty uh, laser focused on uh, checking that out. So I think you see it right away as you're moving through. You see, I, I mentioned there were some stacked shipping containers and mm-hmm. some of them just look like, you know, they're being used to sort of direct the crowd and, like, gate them from certain areas. Uh, but you do see one particular stack that's all in sort of, like, radical bright colors that match the Panic branding. Um, and you see it's, like, a bunch of shipping containers sort of stacked and next to each other, but they've all been sort of, like, welded and interconnected. Uh, and it has a big sign that says it's the the Panic Energy Drink Panic Room. And it looks like it's it's got, like, a very nightclub-y vibe. Like, it's it's set up, like, an indoor area that you can go in and, like, check this out. It is lined up just all the way down and around. Like, it's it, of anything here, it's got the biggest line in front of it. Uh, it looks like the kind of thing that you would be waiting all day to get into. Um, but maybe maybe opportunities will present themselves. Sorry, guys, but I can't leave this plane of existence without trying that dark matter reaction flavor. I I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to go get in line. Uh, you, you know where to find me. T- t- text if you need. I mean, out of everyone in the line, you'll probably stand out. So that works. <laughs> yeah, How is oh, everyone's yeah. service doing here? Seems good. I got full bars. 
Yeah, everyone, you, unlike some of the other planes that you've been to where, like, different shifting reality fabric and, and, and you know, underwater space stations and stuff have, have interfered with your signal here. Everyone's got full bars, baby. You can stream all you want. Awesome. Well, if that's the case, uh, Angus, race you to the crash course! All right, and he teleports. <laughs> uh, Nick's doing the same move. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. We both have to roll, right? Like... Yeah. <laughs> let's. Yeah. No, I love this. This is our, our first roll of the game. This uh, is so silly. <laughs> beautiful. Let's let's follow this thread. Let's get a roll from uh, from Nick and Angus. I won't add anything, but I will try to look cool. You know what? I'm I'm gonna do the same thing. No ads. Looking cool. <laughs> All right. Let's get them rolls. I got mine. Oh boy. What'd you get? What'd you get? I got a one. I got a one! <laughs> yeah! yeah! <laughs> I'd I like to think that it starts off very impressive and we're like both teleporting. It, it's like very much we like both an do anime the running chase start. Sequence. Yeah. Yeah, we're both like flashing back and forth, moving through crowds, but then eventually <laughs> something's going very wrong. Something's going so bad. Um yeah, I think you both you both take off at a run and like Nick, you're readying your blade, uh, and Angus, you're you're configuring your sneakers to to do the thing, and you're about to like hit that that barrier. Uh, and suddenly you find that like your feet aren't on the ground anymore and you're you're like you're no longer have that forward momentum. And up from behind you comes like this silver orb uh, that is just like it's it's a featureless floating silver orb that comes over, presents itself in front of you and slowly lowers you both back to the ground. And you realize that this is what yanked you off your feet. And and you hear a, a crackly voice come out of this security drone. Don't don't do that. Don't, you're not, I know it's a slug blast, but don't, dude, you can't be running around teleporting and using swords and it's not, you're in public, there's people here, there are rules, don't. Boo! Alright, listen. Boo! Oh, you're gonna boo the orb? The orb boos you right back, okay? What are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm an orb. But we, we just wanted to get over to the, to the, the crash course, because you see that thing? Then use your feet and walk there. You can even use your little little push boards. I don't care. Just don't be slicing up the fabric of space time. All right. If you all start doing it, it's gonna you're gonna make a, a mincemeat spaghetti explosion out of the fabric of reality, and we can't have that. Oh, all right. But I wanted a mincemeat explosion of spaghetti. Sounds delicious. You try that again, and I'm gonna yank you off more than just the ground. I'm gonna yank you right out of your fun weekend and popularity so all right do i make myself clear who shoved the stick up this thing's curved surface <laughs> uh it kind of like whatever uh energy weapon it used to lift you off the ground it, it kind of just like shoves you each back five feet uh and is like all right n- none of that all right and floats off to go do its orb orb business <laughs> you've you've been uh reprimanded by by an orb <laughs> So that is, you, you guys rolled, uh, you each rolled below three, right? Yeah. We were both trying to look cool. You did both try to look cool, so there should be a problem here. I think, uh... And it should be worse. <laughs> I can't believe we both got one. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, it really should be worse than this, shouldn't it? Maybe that's like, it's a strike system, like the orb has like a... They're on notice now. Yeah, I think that is what it is. Uh, you're, you can you each take a slam uh, in your slam box? You're just your slam is noticed by an orb. <laughs> <laughs> 
thin ice. <laughs> yeah, you're on you're on thin ice. Let's let's go with that. That's a much better. On thin ice is is good. Uh, so basically, <laughs> you have you've been flagged by this thing. It's keeping it its eye its robotic eye out for you. Uh, and if you, another infraction may result in you getting uh you know booted from this festival entirely, and then you don't get to help your friend Elliot pursue her red music career or help your friend Lake taste a new flavor of soda. <laughs> uh, or help your friend Chester slam dance. So yeah, be be good boys, <laughs> or don't. I I am loving this. Uh, what do what do Angus and Nick do at this point? Okay, well, I guess we can't teleport, but uh, Angus uh, hop a race you to the crash course. <laughs> there we go. And he hops on his board and they're racing again. <laughs> Very good. Uh, you two go tearing off towards the crash course. We'll catch up with you in a little bit, but I want to go see what's going on with the rest of you guys. Uh, let's catch up with uh, Chester and Elliot. So you make your way over. You were you were headed towards the main stage, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I described in the intro that there were some some Thenispartians in denim jackets uh, doing some sort of screamy screamy grindcore set as you entered the plane of of uh, popularity. I think they're just finishing up now. You hear one of them sort of like. It just finishes his last his last scream uh, s- screamed uh, lyric of whatever song he's just finished, and then uh, out of breathedly thanks the crowd and and tells them where to find them at the merch booth. But it's all in in Thenispartian, so you guys don't have no idea what he's saying. But it's just like a <gasps> and you you hear him you know do his thing and they and they leave the stage. But, uh, you know, Miper's funding this thing, and they run a tight ship, so the turnaround isn't long. Uh, the crowd kind of dies down a little bit, but before long, uh, things pick back up. You see um, that same from the from the banner earlier. You see a balding, pasty, middle-aged dude uh, and a cool, sleek-looking robot <laughs> take the stage. All right, everybody! Wasn't that incredible? All right, give it up for... Uh... I, I can't pronounce this name. It's in a language that has phonetics that I can't make with my human mouth. <laughs> and next to him, the robot is like, affirmative, these phonetics do not make logical sense. And he's like, all right, thanks. Good. Yeah, you're always coming in with the one-liners. Uh, all right, up next, <laughs> it looks like... I knew the robot was scud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> up next, uh, they're just getting set up in the back here. We're going we're gonna to have Wife of Bath. But, uh, but first, we're here to tell you all about KRFD. Uh, hot new morning show, Xenix and Scud. That's us. I'm Xenix. And I am Scud. <laughs> and we're here to make your morning drive time commute just a little bit wackier. Uh, <laughs> available in, in every interplanar dimension. And he's just kind of going on with the promo copy. Um, and you see in the back there are uh, uh, three just like huge hulking beefy dudes with like lots like long dark hair big beards and and corpse paint and then they are also all wearing wedding dresses um they're setting up for uh what looks like some sort of a doom metal set (laughs) uh yeah what's what's let's check in with chester and and elliot all right well i worry do you have access to uh meeting the per the the musician you wanted to see or oh i don't know i i figure we try and get her well Maybe get her before her set, because everyone will be trying to look for her after her set, but I, I don't know where she is, and... Oh, man. Ah. What? I, I, uh, well, I just remembered that my dad's mad at me, and I cut school to be here, and I... Oh. Hey, hey, th- that's that's a worry for a different time, you know? 
like when you're boiling in the oil, focus on the oil that you're boiling in, you know? Uh, so <laughs> we, we can try and make it into the back way, uh, in the backstage area. Maybe we can sweet talk them. Yeah, oh, but I really don't want to miss Wife of Bath set. They are honestly unheinous. <sighs> Well, I don't know any of the words you said in that last sentence, but if you want to stick around, you know, I'll I'll, I'll stick with you until until you uh, get what you came here for. Ah, uh, you're right. We should. I I would hate to miss their set, but they're loud enough that I think we'll hear them even if we're looking around. So. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. All right. Uh, so you guys are trying to find like a a backstage area. Yeah, or some way mm. to access to like the artists and musicians. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're able to get up uh, pretty close at this point. It's like it is still pretty early in the day, um, so this is like the the main stage isn't quite the hot spot just yet. Like I think that's as the day goes on, the bigger and bigger acts get up there. And we should mention that like part of the conflict around this festival is like early on. Yeah, it was very authentic, very cool, and some of the hippest slug blasters were here. But also the the bands they got were like only the hippest slug blasters have heard of and no one else can't like it's very very underground and maybe not even then maybe maybe a lot of them are just like people that you've never heard of and and it doesn't matter because it's all about the experience but but this uh ramona nova is like a huge huge get for any festival um and this is like stepped up its game from any previous year that this is like huge deal for them um but right now you're you're the bands that are up on stage are the ones that only someone really cool like elliot knows about (laughs) Uh, and is, is lamenting that the crowd isn't bigger for, for someone as amazing as Wife of Bath. How could you, how are these people all missing Wife of Bath? That's insane. Anyway, uh, so you guys are able to get up quite close to the stage and you're able to see that, uh, sort of like we, we described the stage as like it's back faces the ocean. So there isn't really a backstage so much, Mm. but there is sort of a little side stage area and it's a combination of like metal partitions and some of those shipping crates that we talked about that sort of like block view and obscure vision. There's almost like a separate little like smaller version of the thoroughfare in the side stage that appears to be like, you see one of uh, members of what looks like uh, members of a band, uh, they're they're dressed all stylish and they're carrying uh, gear like instrument cases and they walk up and like present a lanyard to an orb that's hovering by one of the entrances <laughs> uh, and the orb uh, beeps once and then moves aside and then lets them through. Uh, so you get the feeling this is sort of like the artist area. They have their own little like fenced off area that no one else is allowed in. Uh, so so the orbs by the entrance to this backstage area or the side stage area? Yeah. I think there's, like, multiple of them at, at, like, I think there's multiple entrances, and there are also multiple orbs kind of thing. Well, okay, we don't really have a pass to get in there. Uh, but, you know, this this fence doesn't look that high. I think I could, you know, w- with my, my gauntlets, I could probably throw you up over there. Throw me? Yeah, why not? This is... Look at everybody. Like, that guy's surfing on that other person. Like, why can't you... I can do that with you pretty easy. All right, Chester Capone, throw me up there. All right, for sure. Uh, here, let's let's just go over here, and we'll get to a corner. And then, you know, I do that thing where, like, I kind of bend the knees and get, I, I lace my fingers together, so you can. It's like a step, and then, like, I'm <laughs> I'm going to attempt to, uh, as uh, Elliot gets on there, I just like. You know, springboarder <laughs> back up and up and over like just a big old toss. 
fantastic. And you're using one of your your abilities for this, yeah? The, yes. The, one of your powered armor uh, abilities? Yeah, I, I'm going to use my heavy uh, heavy duty servos, uh, which allow to lift, carry very heavy things, slowly crush things in your hands, and jump great distances. I don't think it's really that hard to imagine that you can just like throw something really far too. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's get a roll for this. Uh, add whatever boost or kick you want to add there. Uh, it, it, let me know if you're trying to look cool, and uh, and let's resolve this. Yeah, I'm going to use uh, a kick and a boost, and I'm going to also uh, try to look cool. Yeah. Uh, before you roll, I'm going to just check in. Elliot, uh, keep in mind that, like, like you've, you've signed on for this. As a result, I think that should there, this roll go badly and there are negative consequences, they may affect you yeah as much or more than chester uh mm -hmm. so i just want to check in with you are you do you want to add any of your pool of dice or or the hype dice or anything like that to this roll uh yeah let's pull out a hype die let's do it yeah. sweet mark that off on the crew sheet and then dave you can roll with one extra die okay so with three okay i rolled a three a three and a five. Hey, Ooh. there's that mixed success. Uh, so yeah, describe to me, like you, you already said you laced your fingers together. Uh, Elliot kind of steps in like she's getting a boost and then describe to me what happens next. <laughs> it, like, I think the big challenge in something like this is uh, not that I'm able to do it. It's that I might overdo it. So it's just like it might have just sent her a little higher up and flipping a little bit more than maybe she was expecting. Uh, and like, I think I'm trying to aim her to get like, it was supposed to be just over the the thing and maybe like behind some tents. So it's just like, she's got a little cover on the other side. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, I love that. All of this imagery, Elliot careening through the air. We're going to catch up with Elliot in a second, but I think here's where your your complication comes in because you 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 roll the success, you you do get Elliot where she's trying to go. But you see uh one of these orbs does uh like it's hard to tell that it's noticed you because it's just a featureless silver orb. Uh <laughs> but you see through the reflection reflecting light on it that it like spins and then you see that it's actually heading into the uh artist area seemingly to go find where Elliot ended up. Now, I know you said that there's a quick changeover. Uh, is it is it possible that the band has already started? Yeah, I think it starts, like, as this is going down. Uh, if people are already kind of, like, moshing a little bit, and this orb is not in the backstage, right? Like, it's... I took it to be, like, on our side, on, like, our end of the thing, and it was going yeah. to go into the back. You're seeing it start to move that direction, but it isn't there yet. Oh, no. Uh, she's going to be discovered. Oh. And so, like, I'm going to kind of, like, start uh, kind of moshing, just kind of, like, pushing my way through. And then, like, I'm going to uh, engage my mobility boosters to give myself a big, uh, quick movement. And I'm just going to, like, body slam this thing. Uh, and like try to if I get caught play it off as like oh, not a big deal but like I'm I'm trying to uh, accidentally uh, body check it as hard as I can disable this thing yeah just to disable it that's my hope beautiful uh, we're gonna leave it hanging in that moment is Chester able to to take it out in time did Elliot land okay did she find where she was gonna go uh, we'll find all that out soon but we're gonna cut over to see what's going on with our friend Lake.
Hey friends, it's Robin, your Slugmaster, your Game Blaster, and above all else, your podcaster. Here, as always, to thank you for listening and for sharing the show with people you think would dig it, because honestly, that is the number one thing you can do to help us out if you want to see the show continue to succeed and grow. Uh, we are at Quantum Kickflip on all platforms, and we love talking with our listeners and hearing what you like about the show and, and uh, what you want to see more of. We just, we love you guys. Uh, thank you again, forever. We mean it. Um, we are also on Patreon, where for just five bucks a month, you can get early access to every new episode of Quantum Kickflip, as well as bi-weekly bonus content, like interviews, outtakes, and lots more. And while we're shouting stuff out, let's hear it for our sponsors at the Alberta Media Arts Alliance Society, whose goal is to advocate, educate, and celebrate the media arts in Alberta. You can check them out at amaas.ca. And hey, we are now proud members of the Alberta Podcast Network. They have a bunch of amazing locally made shows, including Kyle and Dave vs. the Machine. If you like this show and you like, say, Mystery Science Theater, you will love Kyle and Dave. Uh, find it and many other shows over at albertapodcastnetwork.com. We release Quantum Kickflip bi-weekly, so our next episode will be up on Wednesday, August 18th, wherever you get your podcasts, and that'll be part two of this run, because that's right, this one's a three-parter. We're just getting started here at Multipalooza. Anyway, we're going to get you back to the action right away, but first, I'm going to throw it over to Xenix and Scud for a quick word from our sponsors. All right, everybody, give it up for our sponsor, ATB Cares! Looking for a way to give back? ATB Cares makes it easy for all Albertans to support the causes they care about. Donate to your favorite charity through ATB Cares, and ATB will match 20% of every dollar donated to eligible Albertan charities. To learn more and donate, visit atbcares.com. What is an Albertan? I have no idea, Scud. It sounds made up. Now, this episode is also brought to you by the Edmonton Community Foundation. The foundation acts as a bridge between donors and charities to create a strong, vibrant community for generations to come. You can start an endowment fund yourself or with a group, and once it reaches $10,000, you can start distributing the funds. Vital Signs is an annual checkup conducted by ECF in partnership with the Edmonton Social Planning Council to measure how the community is doing. This year's focus is on millennials. Learn more at ecfoundation.org. That's ecfoundation.org. What do you think of that, Scud? Getting money to people who need it? Getting donations to charities? I have no need for your human currency. Ah, Scud, you're in a mood today. Anyway, let's get you folks back to the action. So we go back to Lake. Uh, and Lake, you're you're standing in line outside of this uh, panic energy drink panic room. Uh, the stack shipping container nightclub extravaganza um, i think you can see inside that it's like you know very like dark black lights neon uh there's it looks like there's a smoke machine going and you can hear music going it looks very cool but again this this thing is lined up all the way down the thoroughfare kind of thing and you you uh take your place at the very end of this line and it does not appear to be moving very very quickly yeah i think she she's been standing there and i think just it's a pretty big place but i think she can maybe see them a little bit and in the time it took her to like leave the statue where they all parted ways and then get in line uh she turned back and looked and uh angus and nick uh had already gotten themselves into trouble and were getting picked up and dropped by an orb (laughs) and chester is about to body check a different orb and she just sort of is like Am I am I the mom? Am I the am I the heart of the team in the way that I got to keep them out of trouble? And no, no, this is this is what I came here for. They're fine on their own. It's a big place, and she like kind of plants her feet 
really committed to this this bit even though she sort of wants to be with her friends one because she misses them and two because possibly they are all in jeopardy (laughs) um so yeah i think you're waiting there for a while and i think uh you know maybe even like try and kind of like strike up a conversation with the other people in line and they're just like not not interested not having it very like aloof and over it because you know they're the kind of people who are at a, a awesome music festival and rather than seeing bands or going on an obstacle course are waiting to get into a nightclub uh and not because they're hardcore panic fans and want to taste the exclusive flavor but because they you know are too cool for all of it um so you're kind of getting getting annoyed and maybe just as you're thinking like maybe i just abandon this quest and go and join my friends and and whatever you uh you see someone approaching you see a teenaged girl with a tangled matted mess of black hair streaked with color in seemingly random places uh what looks like a tattoo with fine black angular line work covers one side of her neck and extends downward branching off at her collarbone and reaching all the way to her left forearm on closer inspection it appears to be some sort of biocircuitry uh she wears a faded strapless top and long a long patchwork skirt with a jagged hem that hangs down over thick leather combat boots Uh, The arm that isn't covered in circuitry is adorned with several large mismatched bangles and bracelets. And I don't think you're quite as uh, hip to the music scene as uh, as Elliot is. But I think maybe you and Elliot, you know, you share music, you trade trade bands back and forth. One way or another, you have learned enough to know that this is uh, Ramona Nova who is approaching. What? And I think it's like you had that moment of like that's weird that she'd be out just strolling the grounds without like a security detail or an escort of any kind. And I think just as you're trying to figure out like, do I go get Elliot? Do I, what do I do? Um, You don't really have a chance to do anything uh, because she approaches you. Oh my God. Are you glitch girl from uh weird wild gravity? Is that you're, you're that's you, right? Lake. She barely croaks out uh, weird gravity. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild gravity, sure. Oh my, I can't believe I'm talking to Glitch Girl. You're like legit famous and stuff, and I should know because I'm legit famous and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you should. <laughs> I, I think the fact that people in the lineup didn't want to talk to her, you know, threw her a little because people always want to ask about the glitch, and all these people like didn't seem to care in the lineup that she had this thing, and now suddenly I think people in the lineup are turning to look and be like, yeah, totally. I think the part of the problem is like. Of the entire festival, this lineup has the highest concentration of, like, posers and status seekers and, and like, yeah. people who don't actually know what they're talking about. And, you know, just people who are in line to get in somewhere air-conditioned because it's super hot and humid yeah. here. Uh, but now you're talking to someone who who knows her shit. Uh, and she's yeah. like, you're like, a, you're like a big deal. You guys are, are blowing up. I've, I've heard all about you guys. Wow. Th- thank you. Yeah, we're, we're uh, you know, we're just, we just in it, in it for the love of the game, you know. Uh, that that's <laughs> totally. us. Weird, weird gravity. Weird gravity. <laughs> Are they making you stand in line? No, no, unacceptable. No, come with me. Uh, and and kind of like just grabs your wrists and pulls you. Do you do you go along? Oh yeah, she 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 cho- like chokes a little. She's like, oh <laughs> oh god, yes, yeah, okay. I think as she uh, she grabs the wrist, uh, like your your glitched wrist, and as she does, her arm kind of takes on a little bit of that glitched quality, uh, and so yeah. she's like pulling you forward, and then kind of stops for a moment and looks at her arms, like far out, and kind of smiles at you, and then like pulls you along and and continues to take you up to the front. I think where everything, all the other security detail has been silver orbs. I think this club has a legitimate, like, a person bouncer. Uh, when I say bouncer, whatever you're picturing in your head, that's what it is. It's a it's a yeah. big 
burly hulking person uh in a in a black t-shirt or i, I don't know you know what a bouncer looks like just a yeah. large bouncing ball <laughs> like, oh, are these, are the these orbs ones. that bounce? Yeah, it's just like the silver orb, but it bounces. Yeah. You approach, and I think he kind of like rolls his eyes at you, but then sees who you're with and is like, "Oh, uh, Miss Nova, you're back again." Uh, yeah, right, right this way, and like pulls back the velvet rope, and and Ramona's like, "Um, this this is Lake Marsden, and she's from Wild Gravity, and she is a big deal. Okay, I want I don't want her whether she's with me or not." You let her in whenever she wants to come by. This is not what you're doing here. Is is not cool. And he's like, yeah, yeah. So, sorry, Miss Nova. I, I didn't mean to. I, I, I didn't know who she. No, that's fine. She, her name's on the list. Just try to remember my face. <laughs> <laughs> that's a. You got a funny friend there, Miss Nova. And she's like, yeah, you're right. I do. <laughs> like, well, are we going in or what? Y- yeah, absolutely. We lead the way. I think you guys enter, and like I say, the main floor is like. You know, it's it's dark with black lights going, so everything everything white is glowing. I think your your glitch looks even cooler. It, it I don't know if it like generates its own light or or how that works with a black light, but it it looks amazing. Uh, and I think there's you know smoke machines and lasers going on, and you see uh, there's a there's a big long bar, and it looks like they've kind of cultivated that sort of atmosphere of exclusivity that like this place could hold a lot more people than are in here. They're clearly not letting a lot of people in, so that it. It is a cool place that you have to get work your way into. So there isn't even a lineup at the bar. Like, and you can see the uh, the big fountain machines of, of the exclusive panic flavors in addition to, you know, various other bar supplies and whatnot. You didn't realize how hot it was outside until you stepped in here and the air conditioning hits. And it's that that feeling of like, yeah, you're out in deserty music festival temperatures and then you step into an air-conditioned room it is amazing it is glorious the uh, the flashback to her own daydream where she fell backwards into the pool <laughs> nesty plunge style is like it's all kind of coming to fruition like there there it's not you know hunky guys with hoses but like it's a cute bartender with a fountain machine behind him and it's not a it's not a pool of of uh panic but damn if the air conditioner is not fine and like yeah. the grin on her face is is like betraying her she she couldn't you know can't hide the, the giddiness absolutely and i think yeah it is like it's everything you wanted it to be there's like there's good music playing uh and it's you know not like drowning you out but just like nice nice loud volume uh there's like projectors going with like slug blasting videos of like different crews and like it's just like it's a very cool and hip place to be and you start to maybe recognize some other members of crews and you're like oh that looks like someone from mirror manifold or like oh man there's some really like is that you know is that casey over there holy cow and it like it's it's living up to the hype and you're kind of on your way to go up to the bar and ramona looks over at you and is like oh oh no 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 we're not you not here we're going vip come on um and like grabs your wrist and pulls you along again uh and you uh you make your way to the back to a a staircase that leads up into one of the higher stacked shipping containers uh and she presents her lanyard as an artist and and yet another bouncer kind of steps aside and lake Lake holds up her wristband anyway even though that's (laughs) that's not a thing yet uh i think the bouncer like goes to put a hand out and ramona gives him a glare and he's like "Oh, oh okay all right um if the bottom floor lived up to every expectation you have, uh, the top floor exceeds it in every way. Uh, you tell me what's in this upper floor. It is your wildest dreams of the panic room. Does it have a pool full of panic energy drink? Are there hunky guys with fire hoses? <laughs> um, I think it's just, I think it's maybe better than she thought. Cause that is a very immature, like daydream yeah. sort of scenario. Um, 
but I think they've got like the bar up here. If you've ever seen, you know, if you've ever seen VIP, we've all only ever seen them in movies and they've got to be fake. Um, but just like (laughs) it's, it's every flavor that's ever been produced, uh, by panic, including all of those, uh, ones we talked about in the first episode that are under litigation and, uh, um, full of alcohol. (laughs) Oh yeah. Rare Um, variants. Like big glass, like they're, they're like, you know, half a foot apart from each other backlit by a mirror in crystal glasses it's just like and it's it's you know flavors from japan flavors from opera Ablem ones um the the popularia um pineapple is here <laughs> um, yeah oh very good yeah and it's yeah even even less people up in this area and it's like where downstairs it's like hard rigid booths and kind of uncomfortable seating to sort of like you know, you don't get too too comfortable here. Uh, upstairs is like these big plush overstuffed couches and like leather chairs and yeah. stuff. Uh, everything is just sort of out. Like the, there's, you know, ice buckets with bottles of panic and there's the glasses that you describe, but it's just kind of like, yeah, help yourself, go nuts. Yeah. Um, there's I, no I also have to assume there's got to be like like Hennessy and, you know, um, oh, all that stuff, Dom yeah. Perignon and stuff, but she's 16 and doesn't care. And she's only like laser focused on like the, you know, a German grape flavor that was only released in the summer of 95 like <laughs> yeah there is a there's a tank behind the bar uh that like like a, a gigantic water tank that has some of those meta rays from Desneden swimming around in it and then like a tap at the bottom like you would you would pour some of the water that they're swimming in for some reason um and there's like uh yeah all, all sorts of wild and zany stuff going on um but w- what's Lake's priority here which uh which flavor are you going for <laughs> Uh, I think, uh, you know, they both sounded pretty good, but there's just, there's something about the uh, idea of the dark matter reaction that she she's eager to try. Um, Ramona, I'm very, I'm very excited to be here. I, I was wait you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of your, of your music, obviously. I'm, I, like, I know you too, but really, I, and she's like, just so excited. I, I love Panic Energy Drink, and I was trying to get my hands on the new stuff. Can, can I just grab like a bot from this, this beautiful, ornate chalice full of uh, uh, ice? Can I just have one of these? Ramona looks at you and is like, "Oh, from the from the chalice? No, absolutely not. Are you kidding? Those are those are for the artists. Are you are you serious? You want one one of the artists? Those are exclusive to us." And she kind of like cracks under her, like she she can't hold a straight face. She's like, "I'm I'm kidding. Go nuts. Have whatever you want. It's all free." Okay, I'm just excited. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you have the look on your face for a second. Then, <laughs> sorry, it's a lot. To... She's trying to play it cool, but I, I think like. She's she's failing, but in in yeah. a way, I think that's endearing. That like we're we're all kids here, and uh, she's just trying to be like, oh, okay, thank 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 you. Uh, cracks it open. The the liquid inside the bottle is is jet black, and as your hand gets closer to it, it's like you're reaching into shadows. Like it it kind of obscures your hand <laughs> as you grab it. Like it's it's drawing light from the room around it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Lake takes a swig, and it's uh, it's that kind of thing where like you can't quite place what the flavor is. Like maybe they're going for grape, but also maybe they're going for black licorice, and that sounds like it shouldn't be good. But somehow that combination where like you're not able to place what it is, but whatever it is, it's it's incredible. Wow, that. This tastes incredible. I, I, uh, and as as for everything that's cool going on around her, for all that's that's happening, the celebrities of the nightlife, she is fully present in this moment. As the like bubbles fizz across her tongue, her thirst is quenched. The uh, caffeine and ginkgo biloba in the drink begins to course through her veins, like <laughs> Spider Man being bit by the spider. Like we see the blood <laughs> just running through her uh, body, and uh, uh, yeah, she she loves it. 
I think uh, Ramona grabs herself. There is a bartender around for like, you know, if you want something more elaborate. Uh, and she orders herself a uh, a ray tracer and the bartender goes and takes a little like dram from that uh, or like a, yeah, uh, from the meta ray tank, fills a glass with the liquid from there and then adds a couple other shots to it and uh, and then passes it over to her. And she takes a sip and turns to you and she's like, so can I, um, this is a little embarrassing, but can I, can I grab a pic, like a selfie? Can we, can we get a hashtag going? I think, I think my fans would really love it. <laughs> yeah, ab- absolutely. And this is, maybe brings her back down to reality and, uh, I, my, on mine too, though, of course. I mean, you know, you're pretty popular yourself. Uh, yeah. How many, how many followers do you have on my page? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you know, just shy a snurmer to a hundred or whatever the good number would be. You see her, her face kind of like a little look of shock for a moment. She's like, "Oh my god, you are totally undiscovered, aren't you? Like no one, no one knows what a huge deal you are yet." I'm getting it on the ground floor here, uh, and she opens up her M phone and and starts a stream going. She's like, "Hey everybody, what's up?" I'm just hanging out here at Multipalooza, the, the coolest music festival in the multiverse. Uh, and I happen to run into Glitch Girl herself, Lake Marsden. Say what up, Lake. What up? <laughs> We're hanging out in the <laughs> VIP panic room. Uh, my set's a little bit later tonight. I hope I see you guys all there. Okay. Mwah, and signs off the stream. And it's like, yeah, you can you can connect on yours. And I don't know how this social network works, but you can reshare yeah. it somehow. Um, or like she tagged you in it. She tries to text. Um text elliot and be like look at my stream now now like look at it now yeah as soon as the selfie conversation started she was like when i said a second ago like pulls her back to reality she's like starts texting elliot and her hands are like clammy the the sticky t9 buttons as she like shakes to to um uh, to try to text Elliot and in her shaking to calm her nerves, she cracks open a, a, another panic energy drink. The, <laughs> the third in two hours. That's what she needed. More taurine. She really needed yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we'll we'll see the result of. Uh, we're going to catch up with Elliot in a sec. So we'll see whether Elliot is able to tune into your stream. Uh, but in the meantime, you you sort of try and do a similar address to your followers somewhere thousands of kilometers and several planes of existence away um jason and kabir are sitting in their base room <laughs> and they basement and they open up the phone and are like what the f-? but we cut away <laughs> 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 and uh and yeah i think yeah you, you do the live stream and then ramona just starts you know asking you a bunch of questions about slug blasting and 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 what your crew is about and and what you're about and uh you guys you just like have a, have a lovely time hanging out in the VIP area. And we're going to check back in and see where that goes. Um, but I want to jump over um, because I want to find out what is going on with Elliot. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elliot, you um, you come crashing down, and I think because it was a successful roll, yeah, you're able to you, like you're you're chucked into the air. We've established already that there's an orb that notice you, and and you don't know that, nor do we know if it's even going to be a problem. Um, but you come, you land right where Chester wanted you to, kind of in behind a tent in a bit of a secluded area, and yeah, you you're you're currently in the artist area. It's a lot less busy than the outer thoroughfare. Way less people back here. Everyone's wearing lanyards. Um, you kind of realize embarrassingly that you you don't have one and and might stick out like a bit of a sore thumb here i was gonna say luckily i have a backpack that contains many 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 things oh we're gonna roll to see if you can pull a lanyard from the multiverse 
Yeah, like, I know I won't be able to get a specific one, but I figure I can get one that looks close enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You adding anything to this role? You looking cool? What's what's the play here? Looking cool is an odd thing for pulling something out of a backpack, but I will add some boost. That's fair. All right. Uh, that's a five. Mixed success, all right. Yeah, I, I know exactly what's going to happen here. So I think you, you are able to pull the item... Um, exactly what you said. It's, it's kind of like, it, it is the right color and the right shape and it. Like, it looks like the right lanyard, but looking at it, it's like the photo is just kind of like from a distance looks like a face and from up close is like a smudge. Like you can't really, and the name on it is like from a distance looks like letters and from up close is just like, oh, this is nothing, <laughs> but it's like close enough from a distance that you can probably like move around undetected. Um, however, as you're reaching into the bag and pulling this out, you are approached by a couple of people who are wearing those artist lanyards. Uh, and they walk up and they're like, hey, you're not supposed to be back here, are you? Nope. And that is me saying nope as Elliot and also using the ability nope to nope the problem. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, mark your trouble. Uh, and then, yeah, I think rather than than getting caught, the, you, you're still approached and they still ask you the same question. Uh, but in response to your note, they say, radical, that's awesome. Where did you come from? That's amazing. Um, and they just seem thrilled to have you back here. I'm I'm uh, oh. I'm Michelle and this is Riku. Hey, what's up? Hello, uh, my name's Elliot. I'm from Null, actually, the furthest away that you can get. No way, us too. Oh, really? Yeah, we're here for, we're, we're um, yeah, we're booked on the festival. We're with Elvira and Whistle. <gasps> I love your music. I really, I gotta say, the second album really spoke to me. Thank you. And Riku's like, yeah, see, that's what I've been saying. Like, Sorry, we're just, it's been a bit of a rough day. We're having some band drama, but but it's cool that you came here from Null. It's nice to see a familiar face around here. I mean, not familiar, but, you know, not alien. <laughs> so you just totally snuck back here? Like, you're not you're not one of the artists or anything? Uh, not yet. <laughs> Looks like you got yourself a lanyard, though. That's going to go a long way. They don't really check them very close. You should be okay. Yeah. Oh my god, Elvira Elton Whistle. That's I've been listening to you since I was ten years old. I <laughs> uh and Riku kinda gets a, a look of realization. It's like, wait a minute. Wait, you're not like a stalker, are you? Like you're not back here for us, right? Because that will make this way less cool. No, uh sorry. I really hate to burst your bubble. I um I was actually hoping to talk to Ramona. Uh, and they kinda but... look at each other and, and like a bit of a like knowing pained look and like, yeah, good luck. <laughs> well, honestly, even if I don't, getting to talk to you two is is a win in my books. Aw, that thank you. That means a lot. And uh Michelle's like, Well, I mean we could we could talk to Sam and Riku's like, No, no, I'm not talking to Sam. I've talked enough to Sam today. Like, oh, right, fine. Well, I mean let us know how it goes and, and maybe we can help you out if you if you need. We should probably go get set up. Oh, are you on next? I'll try and get out there so I can listen. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to follow Wife of Bath. This is incredible. I know, right? Uh, and in the background, you just hear, like, yeah, there is, like, droning, angry-sounding guitars and, like, low, low, rumbling growl vocals. And then, like, this, the deep sound of church bells <laughs> ringing out. <laughs> yeah. And, and Ricky just looks, like, <laughs> totally and is like, oh, my God, they're so perfect. Anyway, good luck. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you, too.
Cool. You, uh, you are able to make your way out into the area and start your search for Ramona. But uh, before we go too much further with that, I want to see in how much trouble you actually are here. Uh, so let's jump back over to Chester. Chester, you were about to roll to body check an orb. Uh, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, as I said, I'm in kind of engaging my mobility boosters, which allow me to go fast over solid terrain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like getting my, you know, head down, shoulder up. And, uh, I am going to go with sacrifice your body Mm -hmm. as well, which gives me an extra two dice. You got to take a slam for that one, right? Yeah, I do. I will have to take a slam for that. And then uh, I'm also going to uh, throw in a, one of my grit dice mm-hmm. as well. That, that totally And uh, I really, I I feel if I just beat it, like I'll just knock it down. I really want to make sure it works. So I'm also going to throw a boost in there. Like a, a kick? A kick, yes. Kick, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. All right, here we go. Chester's winding up this orb. He sees it rotate and and start following after after his friend. And he's like, not today. He gets his mosh going, throws his body forward. And what did we get? <laughs> we got a one, a one, a three, and a six. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like as I crash into it, like the servos are going up, you know, uh, the Ablantine uh, plates, you know, uh, come up because it senses a big impact coming. I slam hard into it, causing this, hopefully, as much damage as I can, maybe denting it, maybe sending the ball through, like, the the gate to the side stage and just, like, it just pulls it over and hopefully damages it. And then I try, like, ah! try to <laughs> disappear into the crowd again. Yeah, you you demolish this thing. Like, it, it you... You see it crumple and dent inwards a little bit, and and it doesn't. <laughs> uh, you know, there's some sparks. It doesn't look like it's uh, getting up anytime soon. Uh, and then, yeah, you're able to play it off and just disappear into the crowd and and continue moshing. You do get a slam from one of those. You said, yeah. And so I'm just like, you know, rotating my shoulder, just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's use our our classic slam of banged up. Can you mark banged up in your slam box there? Yeah, beautiful. Um, yeah, so you take a little bit of damage, you're a little worse for where your one arm is pretty sore, uh, but you're confident that you took this thing out. In that knowledge, does Chester rejoin the mosh pit, or does he go after Elliot to, to try and keep an eye on things there? I think I'm going to disappear into the rush. And of course I forgot to say it looked cool. Ah, well, that's okay. I should learn better for next time. Yeah, not today. Not today, even though that would have been prime. Anyways. <laughs> Off you go. And we do have a couple of new mechanics in effect with like the, if, you know, if you do something, if you complete the run in a certain way, you get extra style based on your playbook, I think. So that may end up, may end up paying off for you in the downtime phase anyway, but we will have to see. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cool. So that means that, uh, that Elliot is uh, not in immediate danger. I guess we should probably check in on, uh, on Angus and Nick. Um, So you guys were making your way over to the Scram Cat Crash Course. You were racing. I'm cool. Like, I don't really care who wins this race. It has no narrative stakes, but I think it matters to you guys. So how do we want to resolve this? Is it a roll? Highest roll, straight D6. Yeah, it's just one-on-one. I'm uh, Yeah, that makes sense. Let's go. What? <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> I also rolled a two. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I think you guys, it's that thing where, like, you you arrive close enough together 
that you can both sort of make the argument for why you why you were there first. It's like Angus got there a little bit quicker, but then Nick got in line faster. So Nick's like, no, we were racing to the line. And Angus is like, but I was here before you. Like, I just didn't know where the line started. Uh, and it's kind of <laughs> that, like, you can't definitively prove you both think you won. Um, <laughs> but you can't say there's nothing definitive to say what. Amazing. <laughs> The Scramcat Crash Course, uh, I think, is a lot of like sponsored installations here at this festival. Um, and Scramcat is the the company that popularized the hoverboard in the first place. Miper invented the Nega Friction Coil. They like brought this technology into the future and made hover technology possible. Scramcat is the toy company that had the genius innovation of like putting it into a skateboard and making a hit skateboard that can fly. Uh, and they are doing very well because of it. I think we've talked before about like. Once hoverboards existed, everyone has one. It's what we've all been waiting for. So yeah, they're sponsoring this thing. It looks like it's an existing set of water slides that are maybe always on this Coral Cove beach, but they've been added to and modified. And like, it looks like you, you know, you make your way up the stairs to the top of the water slide and then you start going down the water slide, but then you like take a jump off the side and head off into uh, sort of like wipeout style collision course that goes out over top of the ocean and down and around and back underneath and like it's all kinds of what like you can't even get your bearings on what leads to what from this distance but it looks very cool at first it all kind of seems like there's one big line to get up here but as you kind of get closer to the thing you realize that it's branching off into two lines one of them to go up and do the obstacle course and then one of them to a table uh where you see Four fresh-faced-looking 20-somethings who all have just very clean-cut, immaculate hairstyles that are the the, the absolute median of trendy hairstyles. Uh, they're, they each have their own shade of pastel. They're, like, somewhere between an athletic sort of tracksuit and then, like, a polo shirt with a sweater, you know? Like, that that sort of preppy look. <laughs> Um, and they're, they're very like, very much color coded that like, there's a pastel yellow and a pastel pink and a pastel green and a pastel blue. Um, and they are sitting at a table and there's like news cameras around and like members of the paparazzi and stuff taking pictures. And one of the lineups goes over there to like get autographed photos sign. Um, and I think both of you are plugged in enough to slug blaster culture that you recognize these, uh, people as the members of lazy bunny. We've talked about a few different uh, Slug Blasting crews. We've, we've mentioned Jet Collective. We've mentioned Mirror Manor Fold. Lazy Bunny is the opposite end of the spectrum. They are the least authentic, most commercial. Uh, I believe in the book it says that the, the only Slug Blasting crew to get featured on the morning show before Slug Blaster magazine. <laughs> you can't be out if you were never in, is the, is the quote in the book. Uh, so these guys are the the ones that are making it family friendly tween fun <laughs> but there's a lineup to go up to the obstacle course and there's a lineup to uh go to the signing booth you also see near the obstacle course there is a big uh like electronic scoreboard style billboard uh that lists the fastest times on the obstacle course and the top four spots are taken up by bryce paisley sally and dylan uh the four members of lazy bunny and then a bunch of other names that you don't recognize, but no one, no one has come close to their time, um, because despite being very uncool and very mainstream, they're also like real good at what they do. They're they're professional slug blasters. Uh, so yeah, which lineup are uh, Nick and Angus joining? Whoa! Would you look at that? Huh? Lazy Bunny. All four members of Lazy Bunny. I can't believe they're just sitting at tables when there's this awesome course here. Oh yeah, I was looking at the times. We need to beat them for sure. Oh, I was looking at the people. 
Oh, Lizzie Bunny is actually here. Huh. <laughs> well, yeah, we... That's that's not too fast, right? I I think we could... We got a shot at it. I think we can beat them, and I think I know a thing or two about fast. I think you guys... You don't have any real concept of like what is or isn't a good time for this course because you haven't really seen the course yet. Um, but you do get the sense from the scoreboard that like they are several orders of magnitude higher than all the other scores on the board. Like they are comfortably in the lead on this thing, but I don't want to, I don't want to shake your confidence here. Um, so you guys get in line to go up to the, up to the crash course. Yeah. I think the line still sort of takes you past the table. Cause I think the, the crash course line is moving faster than the autograph line kind of thing. And as you get close enough to the table, um, one of the members of lazy bunny actually kind of like, a look of recognition hits uh, hits their eye and like, hey, that's um, guys, gang, that's that's the kids from uh um, uh, weird gravitron um the the you, you, we were watching the stream the other day you remember when they were um, they they did the thing in the in the rescue base that was that was, uh, hey uh weird weird gravitron over here it's us it's lazy bunny. Angus is like looking around, like taking. Oh wow, the line, huh? Uh, Nick Nick hears the call and then just you know, like full arm extended above head, nice big wave, and goes hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the spirit I like to see. Little bit of little bit of companionship between slug blasting crews. What's up, friend? My name's Bryce. I'm Nick. Angus. <laughs> yeah, you guys are kind of shouting across a line. Uh, well, you 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 guys could come over here. I'm sure they'll save your place in line. Hey, gang, are you guys cool to save a place in line for weird Gravitron? Uh, and the other people in the line are kind of like, uh, I I guess, yeah. Uh, uh, like, not going to say no to a famous person. So they're just like, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, come on over, gang. Come say hi. I'm Bryce. This is Paisley. I'm Paisley. This is Sally. Sally. And this year's Dylan. <laughs> I'm Dylan. And everyone's like, hi, Dylan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make a joke, but they all react as though he did. Like, that's Dylan. <laughs> like, so what's up? What are you guys doing here at are are you one of the one of the booked acts for, for Multipalooza? That's super cool. Oh, I don't know if we would uh take that booking necessarily. I mean, you know, Multipalooza, it's changed a lot these days. Uh, it's not what it used to be. Uh, you know, Back in the day, and Angus starts parroting just a little bit of what Camry was saying in yeah. the in the car. Just a little bit, though. We weren't booked or anything, but we're here to get the top scores on the crash course. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's amazing! Yeah, I mean, good luck to you guys. I hope you do. You guys got uh, you, you guys done the crash course before? No, first time. It looks so fun, though. The, the, the stuff that they built off the sides of the slides the, using the existing infrastructure, but, but I, I see they've got some, some different gravity changers on, on the edge there. I, I, I want. I wish I knew the architect for this. Oh. Well, just keep your wits about you. This, this, a it'll pull a couple of surprises on you if you're not careful. You got, gotta stay sharp out there. Stay frosty, weird gravitron. Best of luck to you. <laughs> Thanks. Gravity. What's that? Uh, sorry. Um. <clears throat> Well, we're, uh, weird gravity. Right, right. That's true. Very cool. Super cool. Isn't that super cool again? Yeah, super cool. All right, we got to get back to signing autographs for our legions of fans, but we'll, uh, we'll see you around the fest. And hey, I guess we'll, we'll, uh, hand over the trophy when you, when you beat our scores. And they all kind of laugh. We're like, yeah, yeah, we'll see you on the podium. Looking forward to it. Angus <laughs> walks away. <laughs> uh, Nick sort of scurries to catch up with Angus. Uh, 
I, I can't believe there's a trophy. <laughs> I don't know if there is actually a trophy. We will find out. But before we do, let's jump back over to Elliot. So, yes, you're, you're making your way through the artist area. Uh, yeah, you see, like, there's, you know, food trucks that have way shorter lines than outside, and, and they have, like, all kinds of exclusive uh, cool items uh, for, for Multipalooza. There's uh, spaghetti spools and corn on the cube and hot dog rings. All, all, all you know, classic <laughs> festival foods from multiversal uh, festivals. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're kind of making your way around, and you see a few different artists that you recognize, and you're trying not to, like, geek out as you see each of these bands. They're like, oh, my God, it's so-and-so. Oh, my God, it's them. Oh, okay, keep it together, keep it together. You don't see Ramona anywhere back here, uh, and you're sort of starting to give up hope when, uh, out of the corner of your eye, you see over by one of the entrances the, the same, you know, teenage girl, black matted hair, uh, circuitry running down the one arm, um, flashing her lanyard to, to get into the backstage area. Um, and who should be with her but your friend, Lake Marsden? What do you do? I think this shakes her a little bit. Not that she gets shook easily, but uh, I, I think her jaw literally drops. Mm-hmm. But because mine did, mine did. <laughs> <laughs> but then she like, oh, right. <clears throat> and then just like tries to uh, very casually just like hand in the air, uh, calls out like, hey, Lake. Uh, Lake, you, uh, having, having left the VIP lounge after a good long time hanging out and trying all the exclusive panic flavors, uh, you have made your way, Ramona has called you back over to the artist area. Yeah, you're, you're, you're currently entering, uh, and you see your friend Elliot up ahead. Uh, Lake waves back, like, hey, Elliot, look, 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 and she's very excited. She's like, look, 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 look who I found, it's, Ra- it's Ramona, it's Ramona, and, uh, she's very excited to show elliot who she's she's strolling with mm-hmm. um but also is going to look visibly disheveled uh very shaky and very um kind of manic yeah she has had about uh like two liters of energy drink in the last hour <laughs> look who i'm here with uh hi uh, i'm elliot i'm on lake slug blasting crew this is my friend I was telling you about. Remember, remember Ramona when we were talking about your cool record label and how you're starting a record label. And this is my friend who I said I owned a guitar and she has a guitar and she plays it a bunch. She's got a cool demo with her. This is my friend Elliot. And this is who you should meet because for the guitar label. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Ramona kind of laughs her, to herself and is like, "Oh, you are you are too much. Like for real, you are you are wild." Uh, and just like burps a energy drink burp. Yeah, places a hand on your shoulder again and, and like watches as her hand glitches out. And it's like cool. Um, uh, and then kind of like finally turns and rests her eyes on you elliot and is like hey um ramona obviously nice to meet you so you um you play you play guitar hey yeah uh i play guitar i i sing i write my own stuff Uh, she has a tambourine one time i started playing tambourine and just and she like closes her mouth like (laughs) tries to stop talking cool cool yeah that's i mean authenticity right that's what it's all about i mean you know, for for me, it's it's the same. I, like I, I when I get up there, it's just it's just me and my voice, and it's can be can be scary. You know, not not having anyone back you up, but it's also it's, it's honest, it's raw. You know, it's what it's all about. Yeah, definitely. So you're like interested in the. And she kind of lowers her eyes, like in the label. By the way, like don't go yeah. blabbing it around. Remember we talked about it's a secret label. Oh wait, shh, 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 
shh, and that, that kind of like when when you tell drunk people to be quiet, yeah. and they're like, oh, shh, okay. And she kind of like playfully slaps yeah. your shoulder of like, she's like, oh, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I can, uh, I don't really handle any of that stuff, but I can, I can talk to Ju- Juliet, my manager, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll set you up. Oh, that would be amazing. That, uh, thank you. I, I have a tape and she like fumbles in her voidware backpack. Yeah. I think you pull it out and like go to hand it to her and she kind of like looks at it and looks at you and then it's like, Juliet, Juliet, get over here. Um, and you see sort of a frazzled looking woman with like, uh, you know, dark rim, horn rimmed glasses and uh, uh, her hair up in a messy bun kind of comes running out. And she's like, where have you been? You were supposed to do a sound check. Uh, um, sorry. Hi, uh, uh, Juliet St. Clair. And she grabs the tape from you and shakes your hand. And I was like, is this uh, a, uh, this for the, and she's like, yeah, for the label, obviously. And she's like, yeah, right, right. Sorry. Um, listen, you have things you need to be doing, Ramona. And she's like, I have things I need to be doing right here. I'm hanging out with my friend Lake and, um, and others, uh, the, the, the crew, the whole crew is here. It's, it's, we're, we're hanging out and we're busy. And Juliet's like, all right. When she says friend Lake, Lake, like gasps, <laughs> like, <laughs> fine, I'll, I'll, I'll move it around. And, um, and thank you for this. And she, Juliet kind of turns to you, Elliot, and is like, We'll, uh, we'll, we'll give it a listen and, and, uh, we'll be in touch. Do you have contact info? Do you have a card? You're a teenager. Uh, I don't think you have a card. N- no. <laughs> um, I can write it down on your hand. <laughs> she opens the, the cassette tape case that you handed her and like the, the paper insert inside, like hands you a pen out of her breast pocket and, and it's like, ugh. Like, don't write it on my hand. Write it on the tape, obviously. Um. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Sorry. Thanks. Thank, thank you. And uh, can I get a can I get a peach, please? Can I get a peach uh, uh, panic energy? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, like, I'm I'm not the bartender, and Ramona's like she said she wanted a peach. <laughs> She's like I'll I'll see what I can do. Listen, Ramona, <laughs> you you've got s- some things you need to do before you're set tonight. So please come touch base when you can. And Ramona's like, yeah, when I can. I'm just like, all right. And Juliet takes off to go listen to the tape and and conduct her business. Uh, and the three of you are left standing there, and and uh, Ramona kind of turns back to you, Lake, and is like, "So, uh, what other fun do you guys want to get up to? I hear there's a pretty sick obstacle coaster over there. You guys want to, guys want to go see people people bail and bite it?" Looks at Elliot, like, "Yeah, just like Elliot, can you? Is this this is happening? Like, I can't, I can't even begin to to process this anymore. That she's just." Yeah, truly gonna go with the flow. And Elliot, you see Lake looking at you, just like wide-eyed and thrilled, having the best day of her life. Uh, and then you see Ramona, who is pointedly looking at Lake and not at you. Like she, she has barely yeah. clocked your presence since you've showed up here. Uh, but she extended the offer to the both of you. I um, I actually need to go check on a friend of ours. Uh, he helped me get in here, and I would, I really want to stick around for Elvira and Whistles set. So. You two go ahead. And Ramona kind of like scoffs and like, <laughs> Elvira, yeah, all right, have a have a great time. Like you coming? Yeah, let's go skateboard. Uh, let's go hoverboarding. Oh my god, we'll do a kickflip over the pond. I told my uh, we were only here because my uh, my brother said we we're gonna go to the big uh, skate park in uh, uh, the the big city. But this is even bigger. This is like for the real thing. And, and runs and just like doesn't does not take a moment to to reflect on what's going on with Elliot. Yeah, that's where we're gonna leave this. You and you and Ramona take off to go watch the the crash course, uh, and Elliot, you're left there uh, a little bit dejected, a little bit betrayed, but uh, but you got your demo tape in, and that was what you came here to do. So it's a win, right? Right? Right.
yeah, you guys make your way through the lineup. I think you're able to uh, get up there pretty quickly. Yeah, you, you guys make your way up to the top, and you're you're kind of next up in line uh, as you're just about to get up to the thing. I'm like, all right, time to go on the Scrab Cat crash course. And the guy's rattling off the the sort of security, like ride at your own risk, and you waive all rights to any any uh, lawsuit should you be injured on the crash course. Blah blah, blah and just kind of like rattling it off by road. Um, and as this is happening, uh, a person in a suit comes up from mine. You know, is like. Uh, one, one, one moment of your time, please, quickly. Uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Um, I, I, I'm with, uh, with, uh, Lazy Bunny. They, they tell me that you're some sort of, uh, up-and-coming slug-blasting crew. Weird Gravitron, they said? Gravity. Right, right. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I, I looked at your, your numbers, and you, you know, you don't have a lot of followers, but you're, you're, you're trending an awful lot, and this could be very good for, well, we've been having some issues with, uh, with, uh, authenticity. Uh, truth be told, uh, pe- people seem to, to not, uh, value the uh oh. the credibility of my my oh, clients no. here uh weird i they, they would like to uh propose a propose a head-to-head match as opposed to the the traditional uh time trial uh could could be uh mutually beneficial here get get some more eyes on on both of our accounts and and maybe lend some credibility oh are we doing it right now i really don't know if i can wait through another line again oh yeah you would uh my clients uh are very important people. They they can supersede any any existing lineups. Uh, yeah, yes, if you're ready to go, we can we can arrange it right now. Who knows, Angus? They might set an even faster time when they're doing it, and then we'll beat that. <laughs> I like the way you think. Uh, and then he kind of calls out. Uh, all right, yeah, it sounds sounds like it's a go. Uh, like all right, super cool, super cool. Yeah, yeah. So let's head up, gang. Uh, and you see the members that you you met earlier uh, ascending the staircase. And like, good to see you again, guys. We didn't get your names earlier. I'm Bryce. This is Sally. Sally. This is Paisley. I'm Paisley. And this over here, this is Dylan. I'm Dylan. Dylan. Uh, and they all laugh. Again. Angus is just like <laughs> Angus Dylan. is staring at Nick like he's spiking a camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's only two of you, so um, I guess we should put forward two of ours. Y'all want to rock paper scissors for it? I, I don't even think they have to say the words. They just like they all make eye contact and then immediately rock paper scissors in unison. And it's uh, Dylan and Paisley come out on top, and everyone looks like Dylan, even though Paisley also won. But <laughs> um, are they the fastest? Well, we're all the fastest. That's what makes us such a good no, team. Who had? On the scoreboard down below, two people were definitely in the top slots. They were. I think it was Bryce, Paisley, Sally Dill. I think I listed them in order. So, yeah, I think it was Bryce and Paisley were in the top spots. Well, I mean, you know, deal, deal with Paisley and Dylan and uh, before you before you come for the top spot, before you come for my crown. Oh, no, no, no. We don't want to deprive any of you of this wonderful opportunity to go head and head with us humble up-and-comers. Really, all four of you should do it. All right, if that's if that's your if you're, that's your play, Bryce kind of like looks at the others, and the others all nod, and they're like, "All right, super cool, super cool." And that's where we're gonna leave that for the time being. <laughs> um, we have one final scene uh, here that I want to see, uh, and it's with Elliot. Um, Elliot, you you went to go check on Chester back at the mosh pit, yeah? Yeah. And I think you guys, you know, you you find him quickly, and and he uh, took out that orb. So there's not really any any danger that you guys are just like taken in the show. You you catch wife of Bath. They finish up their set, and and Elvira and whistle sets up. Uh, and it's like if you're being honest, it's like a little bit rough. Like you you heard them talking earlier about having a having a bit of a rough day, and you can tell there's some tension there. But also like they they 
rock and and even seeing them on a bad day is like a pretty cool experience so you kind of just like let it go and rock out with chester you guys have a great time and it's uh it's getting late into their set when you are approached once again by Juliet st Clair, who was the uh the manager who you were talking to earlier and she finds you in the crowd and is like hey um sorry i i i know you gave me your contact info but i figured you'd be close and and uh and i was right do you, do you have a moment uh yeah uh just a second chester yeah for sure uh, and she kind of like pulls you back into the artist area. She's a little surprised to see that you also like she's she goes to be like, you know, this one's with me. And then you have your lanyard also. And she's like, oh, um, oh, oh OK. And sort of brings you back into a uh, uh, trailer that is set up back there. I feel like there's like, you know, Winnebago style artist trailers set up uh, for the various artists on site and brings you inside. Please, please have a seat. Uh, is there can I get you anything? I don't have much here. I was supposed to find a tangerine panic for that girl is she still around i forgot all about that i'll, uh, I'll get to it i'll get to it no it's 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 fine ma'am it's it's okay so uh i'm gonna cut right to the chase i listened to your tape and and it's good it's it's very good you know rough rough recording it's obviously you know low low budget but the the songwriting is is strong it's it's solid craftsmanship i think there's real potential there really <laughs> you mean that you're not just messing with me no, no, absolutely not. It's it's a very strong tune and very in line with uh, with Miss Nova's brand. I think uh, I think we can definitely work with something here. Um, of course, you'd have to sign the standard NDA and and forfeit all rights to the song. But I, I think this would make an excellent number for for Ramona. I think she could uh, <laughs> she could definitely see performing this on the next album. It might even be a single. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'm um. sorry. Is there a problem here i i thought that was what you were most people would be quite excited in this circumstance would you you stand to make a, a good deal of money here no you're right I can, I can go through the clause with you in the and the contract uh thank you very much if you don't mind i would like to have my tape back i see so to be clear you you, you don't want to accept our offer i assure you it's very generous you you stand to make a quite a profit here yeah, no, I I understand that, um, and it is very generous, and I really appreciate it. I understand that you're working really, really hard, um, but I think I need to make my own way. And you see something in her face kind of change and, and shift, and she's like, huh, I can't say I was expecting this, but I think you should know that there's really, it's it's notoriously tricky to define ownership and authorship of a piece of musical work. There's so much so much parallel thought and, and so much overlap in the musical process. And there are only so many combinations of chords. It's these things can get awfully messy and murky and, and can really get tied up in the courts for a very long time. And, and uh, well, Miss Nova's record label has a lot of money to, uh, to fund an extended uh, legal proceeding, but I, I can't imagine that you're in a similar position. It would be a shame if you were to find yourself in, in such a position might really be prudent just to just take the offer it's notoriously tricky to prove authorship especially if you don't have any sort of following or 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 existing uh publication that would would uh would link this song to you in any way which i feel i'm correct in assuming you don't so and i think that's where we leave things elliot has been made a uh an offer that has turned into a threat and is sitting in this trailer in the artist area with uh, not a lot of options and a whole lot of trouble ahead. <laughs>